It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, December 2nd. I'm Donald Ware. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend as we are now about two weeks away from Christmas. About two weeks away uh, from Christmas. And uh, I tell you what, we, we got a lot to get to on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on today on this Manic Monday. So let's step aside. Let's take a break. Let's hear from our sponsor, Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. Come back with the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh good, that's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) The client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. He told him send me a pic cause he missed me. I told him send me a stack if he really. I don't be trusting these tricks they tricky. Send him a pic of somebody else's. Welcome back to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Of course, now we know the matchup in the Celebration Bowl as Old Corn State defeated Southern 39 to 24, second straight SWAC championship for uh, for Old Corn State uh, and over Southern. This was an ugly yet beautiful game uh, all at the same time. And the really the score, not indicative of the game because Southern uh, even had a 24-22 lead uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, as a matter of fact, about uh, almost midway through the fourth quarter, Southern uh, had that two-point lead. But, you know, as as – as you look at things, boy, how would things have been differently had Ladarius Skelton not been sacked on that third down right before the half? Because if they if if Southern gains no yards right there, you have a situation where it would have been a 42-yard field goal going into the half where Southern at that point was down 16 to 14. That field maybe that field goal's made, maybe not, but maybe it is. Then Southern is up at that point with the football to begin the second half. So that was definitely tough. Uh, You know, that was really, really tough for Southern um, at that point. Uh, You know, again, maybe things are a little bit different for Southern um, if, again, the Jaguars have that football to begin the second half and the 17-16 to 16 lead, perhaps. We never really know, but that was a tough sack in that situation and give Alcorn State a lot of credit. Some big plays made in this game. I mean, I think when you look at the numbers, uh, the numbers, you know, you look at a lot of the turnovers and especially um, those first couple of possessions in that first quarter, nobody wanted the football. Nobody wanted the football. Southern, you know, gets on the board first, finally puts – um, you know, a, a a decent drive together to get on the board first. And I'll tell you what, Sims was really, really good in this football game. 149 yards rushing for Sims of Southern. And, uh, you know, Alcorn State uh, made some big plays in this game, had a pick six in the game, had a special teams return for a touchdown. See, you know, when the offense uh, wasn't, 
like we know Alcorn State's offense to be, especially when you're talking about Felix Harper in the game who threw two interceptions. He threw two interceptions in this ball game. Harper had like two, I think it was two, maybe three, but two interceptions, I believe, coming into this game all season long. Throws two interceptions in the game, so the offense uh, wasn't great for Alcorn State. But the defense stepped up, made big plays. The special teams, when you needed a nice return, um, stepped up and made um, some big plays as well. And this was a lot closer football game. You know, I I previewed the game last week and talked about the fact that it would be an uphill battle uh, for Southern, but it wasn't an insurmountable situation. You know, I thought, I mean, when you look at the weapons that Southern has, when you're talking about Ladarius Skelton, you're talking about uh, Sims, Skelton has become a much better passer. Um, And, you know, there were some opportunities. But when you turn the ball over, Six times in the ball game, three interceptions and three fumbles. It, 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 generally, you're not going to win that football game. Yet, Southern and, and a lot of these turnovers were early, were a little bit early on in the football game. Southern still had an opportunity to win this football game, but give Alcorn State um, a lot of credit. Stepped up when uh, when defensive plays really needed to be made. Uh, defensive plays were made. And uh, just a, a beautiful and, like I said, a beautiful and an ugly game uh, all at the same time as uh, Alcorn State comes away with the victory. For, so for Southern, second year in a row, um, losing in the SWAC uh, championship game. But listen, kudos to Southern. Kudos to what Dawson Odoms and his coaching staff is doing um, at Southern. It's just one of those deals. I mean, if you look at this game on paper, Alcorn State was the better uh, coming in was would have been the better football team. More playmakers uh, defensively. Um, you know, you have Felix Harper, who's uh, the SWAC Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, Deshaun Waller, who I think I had number one, didn't I have him number one as my top player to watch coming into the season? Um, you know, had a, had a solid game, got into the mix, um, was able to score a touchdown, but he. You know, he hasn't really been the guy this year uh, that's been toting the rock necessarily for Alcorn State. You know, Nico Duffy was the leading rusher in this uh, in this football game with 63 yards. But I have a feeling that Deshaun Waller is going to be unleashed against North Carolina A&T in a couple of weeks because Deshaun Waller uh, put an absolute uh, whooping in terms of running the football on that A&T defense, uh, which is generally very disciplined and stops the run. It's going to be a different dynamic. And, you know, as the time goes on, we'll preview more of the Celebration Bowl matchup between A&T and Alcorn State, but it's a different dynamic offensively for Alcorn State this year where you had Noah Johnson, who was um, equally uh, a runner and a thrower. You have Felix Harper, who is a throwing quarterback or a passing quarterback. And A&T has been susceptible to um, teams throwing the football on the Aggies this season. Now, didn't happen in the last couple of games uh, with Bethune-Cookman and North Carolina Central. And, you know, A&T has had some time to really work on that on that pass defense, um, especially now with two weeks to prepare against Alcorn State because, you know, it, it's it's hard. I mean, even though A&T is ha- will, will, by the time the game is played, will have had about a month off. 
it's difficult um, for that beginning time period, the first couple of weeks. It's all about you, and you're going to work on the things that you need to work on to make yourself a better football team. But you know, now you have two weeks to prepare for an Alcorn State team. You know Deshaun Waller is extremely dangerous. But now, in, unlike last year when you had a running and a passing quarterback, you now have a guy that's strictly a passer and a really, really good one. Not to mention Alcorn State's defense is pretty good. Now, Alcorn State did get cut up by Southern. Uh, when you're talking about Southern and that running game, gashed Alcorn State for 251 yards on the ground. Just 251 yards on the ground. Um, but again, made some big plays. Big players stepped up at big times. And uh, i tell you what, Alcorn State definitely uh, deserving to get the win. Uh, again, it, it's going to be back a little bit to the drawing board uh, for Southern. But i tell you what, going to have a good football team coming back next year. And... Um, you know, hard to say if they're going to be the favorites, I mean, to win the Southern Division. Uh, but when you got Skelton coming back, I mean, you got I mean, that, that guy is improved. Uh, uh, really, I would say exponentially from 2018 to 2019, more specifically in the passing game. Uh, but again, we're going to have uh, we're going to take a look uh, at that Alcorn State and A&T game uh, over the next two weeks, sort of break things down. Uh, these two teams, no strangers to each other. When you look at Fred McNair, the head coach at a at, at uh, Alcorn State. He was the offensive coordinator back in 2015 when these two teams met for the very first Celebration Bowl. Uh, you look at Sam Washington, the head football coach at North Carolina A&T. He was the defensive coordinator when these two teams met uh, back in 2015, the very first Celebration Bowl. So these teams going to meet for the third time uh, in the Celebration Bowl, very familiar with each other. And uh, so expect a really, really good football game. Expect a great crowd. I know that A&T has sold out of its allotment of tickets, uh, had been sold out, as a matter of fact. A&T sold out last week in terms of its allotment of tickets. So expect a good crowd there. You know Alcorn State's going to bring a, a good crowd as well. So uh, we're going to break that football game down over the next couple of weeks. Of course, on tomorrow's Takeaway Tuesday, really going to look at the HBCU coaches and media polls, uh, which are going to be released a little bit later on today. So we're going to break those polls down on tomorrow um, as the only game that was played, obviously, was the SWAC championship game. But we'll see how those polls look on tomorrow's edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend about the HBCU Football daily podcast where they can download the podcast at box2row.com also download it at iheartmedia.com and also can listen to the podcast at box2row.com talk with you tomorrow hey, 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 check, check it, check it. Hey, hey, hey.